the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you please hit the subscribe button, which will cost you nothing. If you feel like throwing us a few quid, um, go without heating for another night and fire something down to us via Patreon or PayPal. No, I'm only joking. Don't go without heating. Keep the comments coming and um, the prayers, please. Please remember us in the prayers. I wanted to talk this time about... It's a vexed question. It's a, it's a, it's a, an old chestnut. Can I think of any other metaphors? It's, oh, it's just the elephant in the corner of the room in the Christian life. It's, I don't, it's prayer. You know, it's, it's the prayer life. I remember a German teacher telling me once, this is years ago, because the German system, as he was explaining to me, is heavily based on continuous assessment. So he said that you were constantly correcting. A huge part of teaching in Germany, at least at that time, was, was keeping on top of your corrections. And he said, literally, when you met another teacher, the first thing you would ask is not how are you, but how are your corrections going? Because it just dominated their lives completely. I, I think probably one of the questions you could ask uh, in Catholic circles, and no disrespect, okay, I'm not being nasty, but I mean Catholic circles. I mean, people who are making a stab at it of some kind, okay? You, a question for which you could be beaten to death is how's your prayer life? See, it's just, it, it would be considered in bad taste to ask that. Uh, Firstly, because of, I don't know, a kind of a reticence among not just Irish people, I think English people very much as well, about speaking too much about very intimate things. But as well as that, is that people's prayer lives go up and down and are sometimes in a parlous condition and they're in no mood for talking about it. So it's, how's the prayer life? So I suppose this is what I'm asking you. The first thing I want to say to you is I'm assuming in this talk that your prayer life is cat. You know, if you're a cat lover, maybe you think that's a compliment. In the west of Ireland, if something is cat, it's terrible. Okay, it's absolutely cat. I don't know, I don't know where that phrase comes from. I honestly don't. I'm going to assume your prayer life is cat. I'm going to assume, uh, by which I am not assuming that I may not be talking to a future saint, by the way. I may be talking to somebody well on the path to sanctity. Your prayer life can be cat and you can be a saint. You didn't know that. Okay. You don't, you, you don't know that you've been listening to too much, uh, you've been listening to too much spiritual self-help, said he. <laughs> Busily doling it out. <laughs> Therese of Lisieux had a shocking time. I think about 18 months coming up to her death. Dryness, alienation. It was a very modern experience. Felt deserted by God. Felt her prayers were pointless. Tempted to, tempted to, to doubt the existence of God. She went through it. She was put through the wrangler. Yeah. And this has happened to many others. I, I think Teresa of Avila went 20 years having to use a book to help her with her prayers. I think for about 20 years. This is a doctor of the church. Two doctors of the church. What would I say with prayer? <clears throat> Firstly, you're probably doing more of it than you think. 
you're probably doing it away more of it than you may think. And I'm not even counting the blasphemy, okay? Which, uh, now don't, all right, don't come down too hard on me about this. Uh, but, you know, the thing about blasphemy is it does indicate a degree of awareness that he's there. Otherwise, why is that so satisfying? So darkly satisfying when one wishes to curse the depths of the earth <laughs> and all that's in them. You're probably praying more than you think. You're probably... and All right, for a start, the Holy Spirit is in you interceding for you with sighs too deep for words. That's St. Paul, by the way. And you don't mess with Polly. That's the big guy, the big P. That's Paul. With sighs too deep for words. He's interceding for you the whole time. So it's not really a question of you having to lift the world on your shoulders. It's a question of you joining the Holy Spirit in praying for you. You could join your guardian angel and Our Lady as well while you're at it. It's really a question of you not standing back with your arms folded while the rest of heaven works itself to death to get you to heaven. That's all. Like, do you think, could you... I don't know. Put on the kettle and make us a cup of tea while we're busy, while we're busy do, doing your work for you. Don't make a big deal of this. You won't do it. Don't make it into something huge. Don't think you're doing it on your own. You're not. The church is praying for you. There are monasteries praying for you all over the world. Yes, they are. And don't don't try that cynical nut stuff on me. Yes, they are. I know they are. There are monks and nuns all over the world praying for you, you ungrateful little, little thingamajig. So you're not alone. And you're not starting from nothing. And you're not starting on a white page. You're not starting from scratch. And you're, you just stop pitying yourself. You know that film, The Departed? I don't like it, by the way, but there's some, some, good, there's some good acting in it. The film The Departure with Jack Nicholson, who, who gets paid a fortune for being Jack Nicholson. I mean, he might have been putting on the washing and ordering the groceries. You remember where Nicholson, the gangster, he keeps saying, in, in, it's a phrase that acquires quite a sinister overtone. He keeps telling DiCaprio, isn't it DiCaprio? He keeps telling DiCaprio, eat something. That's all I'm saying to you here about prayer. Eat something. You stop standing around looking miserable. They're all praying for you. Will you take it and join in? So that's crucial. You're not alone in prayer. It is your prayer. It is your prayer. You are unique. You are irrepeatable. You will go, you will go on forever. It, but it is not just a question of you praying on your own. It is a question of you joining in the very life of the Trinity by virtue of your baptism. Eat something. Well, you stupid, such a bloody snob standing around with nothing good enough for you. Oh, I, I feel awful. And what's the point of it anyway? And maybe, oh God, are you in it at all? Are you there at all? And, and oh, nobody has it as hard as me. I'm the worst Catholic that ever lived. Okay, that's reverse snobbery. Would you just come in and sit at the fire? They're praying for you already. The table is laid. The feast is laid out. Take something, eat something. 
And I'd pick up on Jordan Peterson here. When in doubt, do something. Just, just do something intelligent. Just say anything to him. Say something to him. Keep the prayers short. Short, 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 short. Keep them short. Just go into the church, genuflect, and come back out. Right? Just cross yourself passing the church. Cross yourself passing the graveyard. Those are all prayers. If you don't feel like praying in words, you may be able to pray with actions. Make them very easily to males, actually, who, who, who tend to be very physical. Cross yourself, genuflect, or just strike your breast which you take to be an expression of loyalty, but also of repentance. Eat something. Don't make too big a deal about this. Start small and often, little and often. The prayers are going on anyway. There are a lot of people praying for you. All the dead of your family before you are praying for you and can see you. I'm just suggesting that you join the gang. That's all. And I agree. It's cat. It is cat. Perhaps you should learn to meow. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>